Welcome to Spirit Goddess. I'm May. I'm Joelle. Let's dive into the world of spirituality together. Welcome back. Welcome back to another episode, to another guest episode of the podcast. Mm -hmm. We're so excited for today's guest. Oh my god. I am so excited because also we've previously kind of talked about some of our dreams especially me talking about yeah some bad dreams yeah we've touched on dreams a little bit throughout Uh past episodes and now i feel like we're getting the answers to our questions regarding dreams and i hope Mm. that also the people listening maybe you get some answers yeah because we teased at the end of last episode that we were gonna have a intuitive dream interpreter on the podcast and we have her here today i am so excited to hear what she has to say what her beliefs are Mm -hmm. and to learn more about dreams because i feel like especially in spirituality dreams i feel like they're overlooked a lot of times yeah and they mean so much yeah they mean a lot (laughs) i'm honestly just so excited to even just ask her about certain of our dreams yeah same and just kind of see what she has to say about them or even hear some of her like crazy experiences with dreams i'm so mm-hmm. curious to see mm-hmm. what her interpretations are quick interpretations because yeah obviously for a full interpretations we would book a one-on-one with her but mm-hmm. i'm so excited to talk to her yeah me too and i'm excited to kind of introduce her to everyone because you guys are gonna see her energy is amazing i love her we both love her (laughs) yeah we're both fans we both follow her tiktok and Uh yeah so we kind of discovered her on tiktok yeah talking about dreams talking about manifestation Mm -hmm. and all of that i feel like we just align with her beliefs and her views for sure so before we get to saying too too much i think we should bring her on yes okay so do you want to start maybe just by introducing yourself just your name kind of what you do what your your title title is yeah i am sanella estrella i am an intuitive dream interpreter and that's a little bit different than a regular dream interpreter like the kind that psychologists use with symbolism and stuff. So there is a little bit mixed in of that with intuitive dream interpreting, but to have the gift of interpretation in the way that I do it, you have to be able to tap into some form of the Claire's. So my Mm -hmm. strongest suit is Claire Cognizance, and that is just the inner knowing, but you can use any form of your Claire, whether that be clairvoyance or Claire empathy. Um, But there is some sense of just hearing the dream and knowing rather than like trying to psychoanalyze every aspect of it. Obviously those things kind of help, but it's more of a knowing where you can get kind of a hidden message by just hearing the dream in whatever way that that comes to you. And how did you get 
into that or how mm -hmm. did you jump into your spiritual journey in general because everybody has like a different start to that right so i have always been very very connected in the dream realm long 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 before i even started on my spiritual journey so um, my mom was always telling me when i was a kid that i would have these really really intense dreams and i remember that i would have nightmares sometimes i would have the same nightmare 20 nights in a row Mm. And it was yeah. it was just something that I couldn't escape until I became kind of aware that I was dreaming and remembered and did something differently. What I learned at a very young age was that, you know, I would realize that I'm in the same nightmare after so many times of doing the same thing over and over again. And I learned how to just wake myself up, but that didn't make them stop coming. I had to become aware in the dream which is what we mm -hmm. know as lucid dreaming and yeah. do something differently. And that is when the nightmares stopped. But I didn't really start tapping into the interpretation until probably about, I want to say five years ago, my mom and I actually, we would always sit and drink our coffee together in the morning and we would tell each other our dreams and we're like, what does this mean to you? And I would tell her what it means to me. And then she would tell me what my dream means to her. And you know, it's, it's a practice. It's something that you have to do every day. And even though it is kind of a gift and a psychic ability, just like with any other ones, you do have to practice. And the more mm -hmm. that you do yeah. it, the more you become confident in it. So also studying uh, symbolism has also been really helpful just to kind of get like little cues. Cause sometimes, you know, you can hear this thing and you know that it means something and you just need to pick up on like one little thing and knowing what the symbol represents can just make everything click. Mm -hmm. So that's kind of how I got into it. And then I started doing it professionally last year. So I was doing it for a really long time, but I didn't have the confidence to do it actually professionally for other people and like actually charge for it until mm -hmm. yeah. a year ago. That's really interesting. And you're saying that like you had this reoccurring nightmare do you feel open enough to kind of share what that nightmare was? Yes. So this one was not as intense as other ones that I've had, but it's a very common theme when I do have nightmares. It doesn't happen as often anymore, but it's always some kind of being chased or trying to escape from something. It's just so literal. It's a really common nightmare, but mm -hmm. you're just running from something in your real life that you're not, you know, trying to face or for me, like always trying to have to go through these escape rooms or like being kidnapped. I was always using escapism, whether that was in substance abuse or in relationships. And like, I kept having those dreams until I learned how to face what was actually happening in my waking reality mm -hmm. because our dreams are a reflection of our waking reality and vice versa. And that was literally our next question is like, what do you think is a dream and why do you think we dream? So do you think they're like subconscious fears or desires that are playing out in our dreams or? Oh my gosh, I love this question. It is a <laughs> loaded question. Um, so I think that most people have normalize dreams way too much you are literally traveling to another realm your consciousness is out in the astral plane in the realms and your body is in your bed 
That's yeah. crazy. Okay. Like that is way <laughs> too normalized. Like people are like, oh, it was just a dream. No, it wasn't. It was not just a dream. <laughs> so what a lot of people also don't realize is that they are astral traveling while they're sleeping, which is mm. why there's so many unexplainable things, you know, like knowing things that it's actually going to happen in real life. Um, the next day. Mm-hmm. So you can astral travel while you dream, but that's actually astral traveling. I would say that that's separate from dreaming, but if you're asleep and you didn't mean to do it, a lot of people mistake that as dreaming. And then another thing that I think dreams are is that your higher self is basically when you shift into that subconscious state of REM sleep, your higher self is just taking you to a realm in the astral plane somewhere that you need to be and you need to see Mm -hmm. whether that be you know good or bad or bad or good like you know we we Mm -hmm. tend to label everything as those things yeah Um, (laughs) but i do also think that it is a subconscious thing that they come up as fears but uh, it's hard to say because dreams and nightmares to me are two different things okay so with a dream, I think it is your higher self taking you to these realms so you can kind of explore these ideas of what's happening in your waking life. Mm-hmm. And the way that I always see it, and this is the way that I interpret, is I just look at the dream as a metaphor. And that's the only way that I can see it. I'm like, oh my God, how did I not see this in my waking life? Like, duh. <laughs> But then with the nightmares, sometimes, you know, we're so vulnerable when we're in that subconscious state, negative or lower vibrational entities can come and take you down to the lower astral realms, you know, Um, I actually, I don't know how you guys feel about this. I believe in a good and a bad, but I had literally the devil in my dream, like a few nights ago. And I just knew it was him. I was like, ew. It didn't look like him. You know, it wasn't a monster. Get the fuck like, out. No, literally, he was like, are you sure you don't want you don't want to stay? Like, I'll give you whatever you want. And I'm like, how could you possibly think I would want that? Ew, bye. <laughs> oh, so, my God. Yeah, so nightmares can come from subconscious fears, oh. but they can also come from lower vibrational entities. And do you think that we dream every night or is there a reason why sometimes we don't remember dreaming at all? So you actually forget 90% of your dreams when you wake up. So some people forget 100%. That's, they just think that Uh they don't dream, but it is so rare for people to don't dream. There's just so many people who say that they don't at all. Really, they just don't remember. There is rare instances where, you know, if someone has like a traumatic brain injury or there's a part of their brain where memory is affected or their REM sleep is affected, then of course, you know, medically they they wouldn't be able to dream. But most people, unless they've had something like that happen, they are dreaming every night and you need to train your brain and tell your conscious mind that it's important to remember what's happening within your subconscious mind and that in and of itself is a practice that takes a Mm -hmm. lot of work Mm -hmm. but we all dream every night and it is possible to remember them all of them and do you think there's like a specific reason why we forget most of our dreams or do you think it's just like how we're kind of made 
I don't think that there's a specific reason, but I do think that if there's a person who generally doesn't remember their dreams and all of a sudden they do. And that's when a lot of people come to me is they say like, I never remember my dreams, but this is really sticking out to me. I believe that that has an important message attached to it. And Mm -hmm. usually it really does. I don't always know the message. I just kind of interpret it and I'm like, okay, well, this doesn't seem, you know, that important to me, but for someone, it could be like life-changing, you know? So I don't know if there is a reason why we don't remember, but there is definitely always a reason why we do remember. Mm -hmm. I like that. And do you think that dreams have a specific meaning? I think you already kind of answered that, but like, do you think that we're meant to feel that nightmare or we're meant to experience something something in the dream realm? Yes and no. There are some dreams that are fully subconscious and you know like things have just seeped into your brain throughout the day as i Mm -hmm. i always say especially it matters really like what you are doing right before bed like if what kind of content you're consuming like whether that be a book or a movie or a tv show a Mm -hmm. lot of people are falling asleep with the tv on you know of course you're gonna dream about pretty little liars when you just watched (laughs) like eight seasons of it you know and you fell asleep watching that so that would be like a subconscious dream. And I, I wouldn't attach any meaning to that just because it's just part of your brain, whatever mm-hmm. you you were consuming the night before. Mm-hmm. But there are just so many dreams that you can not pass off as not meaning anything. Like I have encountered higher beings from different dimensions, other planets. That to me is not meaningless you know like Mm, we we are traveling to different places during our dreams and there's so much that we can learn from it so some dreams i would say most of them like 80 percent of them yes if you are you know kind of winding down your mind at the end of the night and not just like mindlessly consuming content Um, But if you are doing that and you're just thinking about something so much and you're dreaming of celebrities and TV shows and video games and all this and that, (laughs) those are all just subconscious things that are just in your mind. And the reason why I wanted to ask you this is because I've talked about my dreams like on this podcast before and Mm -hmm. I have kind of like you a recurring dream or nightmare, I guess, where I'm either getting killed by people that I have been best friends with in the past. I have had like government or people of authority come and kill me or chase me in my dreams. And I've had like experiences where aliens have taken me from my dream. And I'm like, do these have meaning? Or like, what the fuck is going on? Because this happens a a lot. lot. Yeah. Right. Okay. So all three of your dreams have different meanings. Okay. So I'm going to start backwards if you don't mind. Okay. (laughs) So the alien abduction, I actually get this one so much more than you would expect. I have people come to me all the time. They're like, I think I was abducted by aliens last night. Uh I, I had this dream that I was abducted and I'm like, you were. You were abducted. (laughs) (laughs) So you can maybe dream about this happening, but 
you can be astrally abducted. They don't have to physically take, take your body. You. Sometimes yeah. they do, but astral abduction is a thing, whether it is with good intent or malicious. Mm -hmm. uh, from what I've noticed that these are usually real encounters. They're not just made up in your subconscious. Okay. Um, so, I mean, that's pretty sick. <laughs> I love aliens. I love me space. too. Like, I'm super into that stuff. So like when I see aliens in my dream, I'm like, what's up? Uh -huh. Yeah. And I feel like that's how I kind of was because I only remember certain parts of it. They like came into my room. There was three of them. And I was just like, yeah, take me. <laughs> take me and then I just remember like certain flashes of being somewhere and it's super super dark I'm like laying down I feel like I'm being examined and then I only remember them bringing me back and I wake up in real life because I feel like three entities are watching me mm, wow mm, and then nothing crazy. like nothing <laughs> happens after that but like do you remember what they look like? They were very small. They kind of look like what a fucking, what people think aliens yeah, look like. like Big eyes. Yeah, very, yeah. very small. I wasn't scared at all. They, they were soft, no hair at all. That's all I remember. They were just very, very small. Because when I was laying down, I was almost eye to eye so while like I was in my bed. Yeah, so like super small. Okay. I mean, that narrows it down to like a few different species. There's the Arcturians that kind of fit the description, but they're blue, like bluish purple. They are one of the highest beings in our galaxy. That's actually a really good experience, like if they take you. Okay. Um, and <laughs> um, I do want to talk about your other dreams. So yes. getting killed, it, it does matter, like the context of it. You said you were getting killed by people, like best friends in your yeah. old life. Yeah. Okay. So when you get killed, it's kind of representative of a part of you dying. But the fact that it's, an old part like someone from your past it's mm -hmm. kind of like a part of you died with them or like they're taking that part from you so it I need a little bit more details to see if this would be like a good thing or a bad thing if they yeah. took something good from you or if just a part of you died with them and there's also like betrayal in there but also people can manifest themselves into your dream and a lot of people do it on accident she could have actually manifested herself into your dream and done that to you and they are not going to remember if they were in your dream but it's actually so easy like so many people are doing it on accident i've actually made a video about this on TikTok on how to do it literally all you have to do is think about the person as you're falling asleep like when you're falling asleep like kind of half awake half yeah asleep and imagine that they are sleeping next to you. It's totally possible that she manifested herself into your dream. There's just so many possibilities and I would love to talk mm -hmm. to you about it this, like one-on-one, -on -one. Um, <laughs> but yeah. And then the other dreams that are very significant are like the government either chasing me because I'm in my dreams sharing stuff that I am not supposed to or literally taking my family away from me and trying to brainwash them. And I'm like in my dream fighting, trying to find my family. Okay, so this brings up a really important thing um, that I don't talk about super often, but I just think it's so important. We all have our, what I call dream duties. So we have these roles that we play 
not only in our real life, you know, like in your real life, you might be a teacher or a podcaster, but mm -hmm. in the astral realm, you also have like a job or a duty that you have to fulfill while you're sleeping. Like you're never done working. Like even when you're asleep, your consciousness is doing whatever, you know? So, you know, there's like the representative, there is like the hero, you know, the crime fighter, and there's just so many. And you could be in a role where you are kind of fighting these lower vibrational entities and you are sharing this information that is helping others, but it's exposing the government. You know, it could mm -hmm. be something in those kind of realms. And I don't know how you feel about those things in your waking life. I hate the government. They could just mm -hmm. like, you know, so, <laughs> so that could also be coming from like a subconscious thing, you know, is that you hate yeah. the government and you, maybe you are subconsciously thinking about like, I'm sharing these things that are really out there. You know, like what if somebody does want to come for me one day, you know, like what yeah. if this blows up and I just reach so many people. That's like kind of how your subconscious is, is that something could be like so buried in there that you're not even aware of it during your waking life, but it's, it's still there and it could be coming up within mm -hmm. your dreams. Mm -hmm. That would make a lot of sense. <laughs> yeah, thank you for <laughs> helping me with that because, oh my God, it is exhausting. Seriously, after those types of dreams, I wake up and I feel so fucking tired. I feel like I've been working in my dream. Yes, yeah. and that's exactly what we're doing. We are working. We are working our other jobs, our other duties. Um, and there is a way that you can call back your energy. I do this almost every day, but especially after an exhausting dream or like after an encounter with like an energy vampire, you just say, I claim all my energy back from every person, place or thing. I claim it all back now. And so it is, it is done. And like the first time you do this, you just feel like, whoosh, you're like, oh my God, whoa. <laughs> like it, it's really like you get chills, like it's crazy. And you know, the more you do it, you're able to kind of recognize like, okay, my energy was scattered. Like I was doing a lot of my energies in all these places, but now it's back within me and you you kind of just get this like jolt of energy so i know exactly what you're talking about you just mm -hmm. slept for eight hours and you were more exhausted than when you went to sleep yeah yeah and while you were kind of analyzing these dream you touched a bit on how somebody can manifest themselves into somebody's dream for somebody that does remember a dream of somebody that they know being present in it could there be meaning to that like to, if someone visits you in your dream yeah, somebody that's like dead or alive so this is a great question i get this all the time so if you dream of someone who is alive it doesn't necessarily mean that they are visiting you you could be thinking mm -hmm. of them you know uh like say my dog i'm with my dog every day I dream about him all the time. He's in my dreams always, you know, he isn't, mm -hmm. I don't think that he's trying to come visit me in my dreams, <laughs> but you know, so it's possible. It's possible for someone to visit, but that's not always the case. Yeah. However, if someone has moved on to the other side, they are deceased. If they are visiting you in a dream, it is actually them. So it, and those are kind of the dreams that people always remember too. Uh -huh. And the reason that they come while we're sleeping is because we're when we're in that subconscious state, the, the veil between our worlds is so thin and it's very easy for them to contact us directly rather than going through like medium or setting signs. You know, they can just talk to mm -hmm. us what feels like face to face. So it is yeah. really them when it is someone that's on the other side but it's not always really them when it's just a visitor in your waking life. Yeah. Mm -hmm. hmm. Interesting. 
And we touched a little bit on this, like how you think that you can lucid dream or astral project, but do you want to kind of explain to the viewers that don't know what that means, what lucid dreaming means and what astral projecting or astral travel means? Okay, so lucid dreaming is, all it really is, is that you're aware that you're asleep and that you are in a dream. So once you have that awareness, there's nothing that you cannot do in the lucid dream. Mm -hmm. And I think that it kind of works in the same way that manifestation works in the physical world, except we're in a dream. So we're like, anything is possible, even though Mm -hmm. anything is possible in real life too. But it's easier to manifest things into reality in your dream when you are lucid dreaming. So let's say you are in a room with no windows and no doors and someone is coming at you and they're trying to kill you you have nothing to defend yourself you can literally look at your hand imagine a bat in your hand and a bat will appear in your hand (laughs) that is what lucid dreaming is like but it obviously doesn't have to be scary either but it does help to become lucid if you're in a nightmare just because you can change the outcome for the better um, and just kind of learn to face what is happening in there but there is so many fun things that you can do in a lucid dream. I figure skate in my lucid dreams and I'm just like, oh my God, ice fairy. It's so much fun, but you can do literally anything that you want if you get the ability to lucid dream. So mm-hmm. there are um like so many ways that you could do it. Uh, a lot of people put themselves into sleep paralysis first which I wouldn't really recommend doing because sleep paralysis demons are no joke. Um, But Uh there are other ways if you have a recurring dream and you can just realize like, oh wait, I've been here so many times before and you just become aware, but stay asleep. That's one way to do it. And then astral projection is something completely different. So you don't have to be sleeping to be astral projecting. Um, You can, but you can learn to do it just at any time of the day without having to put yourself in sleep paralysis. So astral projection or remote viewing, I know some people call it that, uh, Mm -hmm. or astral travel. It's basically your consciousness is leaving your body. So your soul and your body are tethered, but you can kind of travel without your body and you can go anywhere, you can see anything you can invite your spirit guides there, your angels, and you can actually see them and everything that is kind of happening around the world or in the universe. You could, you can literally go anywhere, which is really cool. And someone actually brought this up to me. I don't know if this is true, but I think it's so possible. Someone asked me if someone was blind, they couldn't see, and they were to astral travel, would they be able to see? And I That's would say so yes, just uh-huh. because uh-huh. our physical ailments and illnesses are attached to our physical bodies. So yeah. I would love to know more about that. But basically, you can see you you're like, it's crazy, because when you're trying to detach from your body, you're well, at least for me, my eyes are closed, just so I could really mm-hmm get out and then all of a sudden you can see Uh your eyes are open and it's like it's a really crazy experience so it's that's definitely a lot harder to do than lucid dreaming in my opinion but it is something that is super amazing if you can get it down to like the nitty-gritty parts of it and Mm -hmm. practice Mm -hmm. there's just an endless amount of possibilities that you can do with it you can even 
go see other timelines of yourself. Yeah. People do quantum jumping to do that, but you can literally go see your other infinite selves, Mm -hmm. which is crazy. Mm -hmm. And I actually lucid dream almost every single night for almost as long as I can remember. And I actually have one instance that I'm so curious to hear your thoughts on. So most of the time it takes me not too, too long to realize I'm in a dream, but I realize it pretty quick because there are certain tells that I'm very used to knowing, okay, this is a dream realm. And once I was in a dream, I don't remember exactly what was happening specifically. It was kind of, well, not meaningless, but like, I don't really remember. And then I was like, ah, I'm kind of bored of this. So me lucid dreaming created a door for me to jump into another dream because I wanted to go somewhere else. As soon as I opened the door, I walk into this area and I didn't recognize it as one of my dreams anymore. I didn't know where I was, but I was in this big auditorium. So I walked up and sat beside somebody and I was still fully lucid, but I kind of was confused because it didn't look like my normal dreams. It didn't have the normal tells. And me being very obnoxious in my lucid dreams, I love telling people that they're in my dreams, which is probably not the best thing to do. So I turned to this person in the auditorium and I said, I'm dreaming right now. And they just slowly turned to me and I said, yeah, like you're in my dream right now, like this isn't real. And they looked at me and they just said, you're not supposed to know that. And then they like booted me out and I was like forcefully put awake. They kicked me out of there. Uh, so I actually hear a lot of instances of this and it's happened to me once. It is honestly like one of the most terrifying things ever. Yeah. Um, I, I truly, I don't have an explanation for this. It still (laughs) boggles me. Like, it's just so wild to me when I hear these stories of like people getting themselves in trouble in their own dreams Mm -hmm. just because they tell someone that they are aware of it. So that even like further solidifies to me that a dream is not just, you know, something that happens in your mind while you're sleeping. I truly do believe that you are going somewhere, especially when you're woken up so forcefully. I don't know why, but it just it's this this part of dreaming. It fascinates me, but it irks me. It creeps me out so Mm -hmm. bad. Yeah just because I hear it happen so often mm-hmm. in lucid dreaming and everyone is so nice until until you tell them. Yeah, until you kind of say mm-hmm. it. And I, it kind of felt like I accidentally projected to a realm that I wasn't supposed to be in. And either like I wasn't supposed to be there and because I created the door myself, I kind of didn't know what I was creating or walking into. And then as soon as I said it, they're like, yeah, this bitch is not supposed to be here. So they kind of just booted me out, but I don't know. So if you lucid dream a lot, I don't lucid dream every night, but um, you might've heard of the back rooms. Yeah, um, yeah. I've you heard of that. lucid dream often. I personally have never been there, but people who are lucid dreaming like every night and they just keep going through the dreams, they eventually end up there. Mm-hmm. So I think it could be some some form of the back rooms or like maybe the beginning of it you know Mm -hmm. auditoriums they have 
hallways and you know all these doors and closets and you know every room that you could walk into could just be like an endless tunnel i honestly would take that to reddit because that's a <laughs> yeah. conversation to have uh-huh. i am constantly yeah. reading stuff on reddit. i like, love i'm like reddit. i love it <laughs> yeah and so kind of to add to that theory we every single month we review cia document and some that we have read are about astral travel and all of that and one of our theories was that if they had control over the astral realms literally in like 1970 something they could have possibly put certain blockages Mm -hmm. in areas that they do not want us to travel at like i don't know um area 51 or something like that or a government building absolutely You know, I actually have heard that you cannot astral travel into Area 51 or um, I've heard. So I'm thinking maybe that's why people get booted out because you're because I was like too close to something I wasn't supposed to be. I don't know know how true this is, but I'm pretty sure someone pulled this from that CIA document that you're talking about. The government, they have a list of people who are astral traveling to the surrounding areas over yeah. there. I don't know how that's possible, but I was also reading about government officials that were using astral projection when they were doing this experiment for remote viewing. Um, yes. I don't know what year it was, but I was reading these and basically, so there's rules when you are using your spiritual gifts, right? Whether that is lucid dreaming, dreaming, astral projection, you know, you're using your psychic abilities. There are rules, there are universal laws, and you cannot mess with someone's free will. And they were doing that. They were using astral projection to spy on people, which is Mm -hmm. so wrong, illegal in the universe. A universe police was like, hell no, Um, Uh we're not going to do that anymore. And actually, I think one of their family members got in a car accident shortly after and one of them got sick. I don't know the exact oh details God. of what happened to them, but there are serious consequences that come with doing those kinds of things. Mm-hmm. So wow. it might seem like they have control over it, but we're on Earth and the universe is much larger. There are much higher powers yeah. at play and the government can't do shit. They can just, <laughs> they they are watching for sure. We were going to ask you, and I know you made a TikTok about this, but I kind of want you to answer the question on this podcast as well, is how do you enter someone else's dream? Because you kind of touched on it earlier of like kind of thinking about them when they go to sleep mm-hmm. in the way. Is that the only method? This is the only method that I use. Okay. Um, and they don't even have to be asleep. You have to be going to sleep. And I do this. Again, if you do this with ill intent, it's going to screw you over. So like, I highly advise if anyone is listening to this right now and they're like, I'm going to show up in my ex's dream and tell them to unblock me. Like, (laughs) please don't do that. Like, please beg me, don't do that. Like, if someone doesn't want to see you in real life or text you back, just, you know, use use your discernment. You know, Uh you can show up in, in your husband's dream or in your dog's dream or your baby's dream or your boyfriend's dream. Like I do it to my boyfriend all the time. He's just like sleeping right next to me. And I'm like, I'm going to just go in there. <laughs> and then the next morning he's like, oh, I had a dream about you. I'm like, I know, I, I can't. <laughs> I love that. But yeah, so it's so easy. And the reason, I mean, the reason that people do it so accidentally is because it's so easy. Mm-hmm. All you have to do is when you are shifting into that subconscious state, is think about them falling asleep 
next to you and set your intention of what you want to say to them. You mm -hmm. are not going to remember their dream. You're just going to show up like a piece of you. I've never remembered like what happened in my boyfriend's dream. I mean, we have had like what seems like um, overlapping dreams where it's kind of almost the same, but mm -hmm. for the most part, you're just going to show up, say what you needed to say, and you're going to be like, peace out, you know? So, mm -hmm. but it, it's literally that easy. And that's why I feel like so many, um, so many people start dreaming of like their exes or people from their past, like around Mercury retrograde, just because Mercury <laughs> going retrograde, like it makes you think about people from your past, you know, yeah. and people are like, oh my God, why am I dreaming about this person? Like I'm over them, da, 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 whatever, you know? So that's, that's kind of why I made that video is because I know it happens a lot around that time. And you also talk a bit about manifestations mm -hmm. and stuff like that, especially on your TikTok. What do you think is the most common mistake that people do to block their manifestations from happening? Oh my God, there's so many. Where do I even start? <laughs> um, <laughs> I, I feel like not having appreciation for mm -hmm. like having things that you were once trying to manifest. You're, you're always thinking like, oh, when I get this thing, I'll be happy. When I get this thing, I'll be happy. But like, at what <laughs> point do you stop? You know, and there was a time where I was telling myself I would be happy when I got this thing and here I am still not happy. So mm -hmm. I think that the mistake that a lot of people are also making is that they think that some person or material possession or job or place to live is going to fulfill them and fill that void of not being happy because you can manifest whatever you want, but I feel like people aren't trying to actually manifest happiness they're mm -hmm. trying to manifest what they think will make them happy mm. and that's I think so whether true. or not yeah, that's really true actually that's so true whether or not you're you're actually able to bring that thing into fruition it's mm -hmm. not gonna bring you happiness it's corny as it is to say yeah. true happiness comes from within and that is also something that you can manifest but people don't want to manifest it like they don't think yeah. to manifest a feeling they just think to manifest something that is attached to it or a material thing yeah. like a physical yeah. thing instead of like an emotional feeling and that's all everybody is chasing that right we're not necessarily chasing the material thing we're chasing the feeling associated to that material thing yeah. exactly yeah i was actually talking about this the other day is that if you really want a material thing say you know uh you want a new car if you are having trouble manifesting material items it's a lot easier to manifest a feeling the feeling that would be attached to that item so say you want to drive a mercedes-benz and you want that feeling of you know status or whatever it may be it's a lot easier for you to manifest the feeling that is attached to it that will also bring in the car itself mm -hmm. because you attract what you are what you're feeling not what you want so mm -hmm. When you try to attract the feelings, the emotions that you get from those things, it's actually so much easier to bring those actual material possessions into your life. I really like that. That's yeah. a good tip. <laughs> yeah, that's really good advice. Mm -hmm. And now to kind of go off topic, um, because we asked this to multiple of our guests because we're just so curious about your own beliefs and your own thoughts what are some of your beliefs or theories about the universe that really interest you 
Oh my gosh, there's so many. Okay. <laughs> um, the fact that there is literally an infinite number of me and you and you yeah. like in different dimensions all existing simultaneously and taking up the same space but you can't see them but you can connect yeah. to them and like that just blows my freaking mind like literally every single day mm -hmm. i think about it all the time i'm like whoa what am i making for lunch in a different dimension right now <laughs> <laughs> But oh, it, it really that. is. It's just so mind boggling to me that that's like a thing. No one can argue with me on that. Like, I just know that to be a fact. Mm -hmm, um, yeah. But uh, oh my gosh, there's so many more. Where do I even start? That we reincarnate and that we can reincarnate from different dimensions and different planets. Like I did a past life regression and I saw my life on an alien planet. And I'm just like, and what did that kind of look like out of curiosity? I'm so curious. What did that like planet look like? So it was so amazing. So this was, I knew that this was my first incarnation ever. This was mm -hmm. when I was a baby, baby soul. I was the species that I was telling you about earlier, the blue, the little yes. tiny blue people. Mm -hmm. So it was so beautiful. So I came in there. The sky is pink. It's always pink. And it was so pretty and it made sense later. I am like obsessed with sunsets and when the sky is just I'm about like, oh, to say, oh my actually. God, like freaking out. Mm -hmm. And that's like, because I'm remembering my home, you know? So the sky's always pink. The weather is so nice. The architecture there, like everything is built around nature. Like okay. it, it's incorporated, like it's, it's together instead of chopping down trees to you know, make room for a parking lot. Like it's all integrated. Everything is working together in unity. And there's just so much green. I live in Chicago and I'm like, I don't think this is pretty. It's uh -huh. literally concrete. Like where are the trees? It's like the polar opposite of that. Like there's just nature all around you, like even in the buildings mm -hmm. and everything is white. Everything's white and bright and looks like futuristic and like buildings Ooh. have like this kind of teardrop shape, kind of like the, you know how the Taj Mahal has those, the pointy things on the buildings and they're like round. There was a uh -huh. lot of like that kind of architecture there. It was just so beautiful and magical and it just felt so familiar. Were you able to remember certain interactions that maybe you had over there with like other beings? During my um, regression, I actually saw two of my kids from oh. that lifetime. Oh my and uh, my hypnotherapist, she was asking me, do they have anything to say to you? And I was like, uh. do you guys want me to know anything? And they told me that they're gonna come in this life oh. from that oh life. Oh my God. I know. That's so that's, that was was like really really amazing to hear what was crazy was we didn't communicate through words it was like we spoke through energy yeah. we spoke uh -huh. telepathically and through emotions and yeah. I see that that has manifested like into my psychic gifts in this life is I can uh -huh. pick up on energy like instantly instantly yeah do you think your children from this lifetime of yours are gonna reincarnate as your children in this, in this life. lifetime or do you think or do you think they're they might just be like friends of yeah, yours or like an animal or i understood them to be children yeah that's, okay that's the message i was getting that's yeah. really cool so, 
Yeah, so I'm super excited. I always wanted to have kids. Yeah. That's so fun. <laughs> as soon as they can like understand like words or like start to talk, I'm gonna be like, do you remember when you were with mommy before? Before uh, when we were blue? <laughs> yeah, because I feel like kids, they know that shit. And like, they remember stuff. They know so much. Mm -hmm. A lot of kids remember their past life and can tell you exactly how they died, what their name was before. Mm -hmm. who they were with all of that they can also see ghosts like I remember experiences when I was a child where I could literally see physical things and now yeah, it has come back we're so all like... we are all born with that ability it's mm -hmm. just like we we kind of lose touch with our intuition just from you know kind of experiencing life it's just a consequence yeah. of being in society as a normal person and like having to grow up but if mm -hmm. you raise your children to you know, trust that what they're seeing and feeling is real and it really did happen. They don't have to lose that ability and they can yeah. stay with that forever. Yeah. Cause I feel like, you know, in our people like awakened adults, we're just trying to get those abilities back that we yeah. lost, but we've always had them, you know? So if exactly. we never lost in the first place, imagine where we could be right now, you know? Mm -hmm. And so what are your plans for the future for your business that you're doing, any projects that you want to do? What's kind of the next step from here for you? I don't want to say too much. I will say since we are on the topic, I am actually working on a masterclass for anyone who is interested in learning about becoming an intuitive dream interpreter. That's something that I have in the works right now. And that's all I'm going to say just yeah. because oh, it's I love still that. in motion. But mm -hmm. yeah, so hopefully I'm hoping within the next six months, it, there's going to be, there's a lot of work that needs to go into it, but mm -hmm. yeah. Well, that's exciting. Mm -hmm. Well, thank you so much for like sharing everything with us and oh being gosh. so open. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no problem. Thank you guys for having me. And thank you for asking such good like deep questions good good i'm oh, glad you enjoyed yeah. our questions if you just want to shout yourself out before you go yes so <laughs> you can find me at sonala.estrella across all platforms it's super easy i'll be there perfect thank you <laughs> was that ever a good juicy episode like guys we're so <laughs> giggly right now because we're just so happy for some reason honestly when the vibes are good especially with a guest episode may and i just get so hyped <laughs> the vibes are fucking immaculate yeah we're buzzing over here but yeah. also it's because it also makes us like really proud of ourselves yeah. for coming this far we're recording this on valentine's day today so we're really feeling the love yeah. <laughs> happy valentine's day by the way yeah good solid guest episode it just uh -huh. gets us so excited yeah and seriously i appreciate them so so much because most of the guests we've had on so far have like fairly big platforms like even just Sanella that we just just had on like she has a huge TikTok platform mm -hmm. and and that kind of just shows how nice people in the spiritual community really are the true authentic representatives for lack of a better word of the spiritual community really are just as nice as you would think they should be yeah they're so open and so honest and willing to share 
So we're so happy that we got to have her on and we are so excited for next week's guest. Yes. To give you a little tease, he will be our first man uh-huh. on the podcast. We've had so many powerful women so far. So excited to have a man come on, kind of for our male audience, because we see you, we see the stats. Yes. We know that there are some men listening to this podcast, so just to give you a male figure in the spiritual world, we think is really important. Yeah, and I feel for men to be represented in this world is is very important, you know, and it's also so stigmatized for some Mm -hmm. reason. Spirituality is... For For everyone, yes. So we really wanted to have him on also to share his journey because I'm going to probably explain this in the next episode, but this is someone that I personally know from high school. Mm -hmm. That that took a whole turn. Yeah, and I feel like not that we've been through similar situations, but because we come from the same place, the same high school, same background, I think it's going to be interesting to see like Mm -hmm. how he started his spiritual journey and what brought him to what he's doing now. Mm -hmm. So we really hope that you enjoyed this week's episode Mm -hmm. with Miss Sanella. Yes, don't forget to follow all of her socials. Mm -hmm. Follow our girl. She's amazing. And we will see you next Friday. Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to this week's episode. You can listen to this podcast on Spotify, Apple, Anchor, and Google Podcast. And you can find us on Instagram, TikTok, and YouTube at Spirit Goddess Podcast. We're happy to have you on this spiritual journey with us. See you next Friday.